0: This is the audio podcast show one hundred and thirty-two, recorded on the twenty-third of October, twenty
1: fourteen. Yay! Hey, the audio podcast is back this week. We are here, and well, I am here. I'm Samuel Freeman. That's Scott Hewitt, but no Adam Yanchov yet. He may drop in. He may not. We'll see. But show one thirty-two. Here we are. It's it's autumn, and it's the audio podcast. We have all we have all full house of things today. We have news, we have other, and we have plunder. Good.
0: And, and the plunder for the British audience is so great, you almost want to go straight there, but we should resist. And <laughs> head straight into the news. Which uh, which begins with uh, Electron have uh, announced the release of an update to the Octotrack. so an, there's a operating system update to 1.25C. Yeah, so nice and catchy there. <laughs> As, as an update release, which is pretty cool, and part of the reason the update is here is due to the fact they actually have more um, Octa tracks available. There are, there are more of them for sale. They've, they've been out of stock for a while, but they've had a, a stock, well, a manufacturing run, and now there is stock available in time for the upcoming festive season, perhaps.
1: Yes, indeed. This is Octa track that was originally released around about 2011, and I think, and Sound On Sound described it as being like. Ableton Live in a box. Mm. Mm. Cool. Awesome
0: stuff, there we go, so available if you get the Octa-Track before October the 31st you also get the new Central Station sound pack as well included for free but after that you'll have to buy it.
1: There cool. <laughs> More um, updates to things. Um, If you want to find links to any of the stories we're talking about, then as you probably know by now, the show notes are online at theaudiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 132, because that's the number of the show. And the second news item is Google Play app has been... The Google Play Music app has been updated to include some of those songs are features, which we discussed on... I never got as far as what show. I was going to look up what show we talked about. Scott, what are these new features while I find out when the songs I think happened?
0: Well, there's things that you kind of presumed were happening already, but Google, obviously the whole, the really cool feature about streaming music services is that everything was about algorithms doing it, and now everything's about people doing it, so it's all about how like your DJs curate your playlists. And this kind of thing, which which is all well and good. So the songs and features that are now part of the Google Play Music app, which let's face it is the most catchy name ever conceived for a product, <laughs> um, it, the tail lists are now t- can now be tailored around your activity, mood, or even just the time of the day.
1: Now on the thing I read, I wasn't it was I wasn't quite sure if it was gonna if it was detecting your activity automatically based on like other data, or do you tell it what you're doing, or is is it is it Using algorithms to find out what you're doing, and then using human playlists to fit that, or is it, or is it not that clever?
0: I, I don't think it is that clever, but it'd be really awesome if it did. If, if it really did actually offer you your own personalised soundtrack to your life.
1: Like we sense, we sense that you're on your commute. Here's your commute playlist. You know, like I
0: mean, that's like you know, Scott, you're running a little bit late for, you know, you're running a little bit late for the train. Here is some slightly faster-paced music. Chariots of Fire-esque, which will uh, aid the run for the tr- for the
1: train. All the other way around, Scott. We see that you're running for the train, but the train is delayed, and so chill out. Have some calm music.
0: Yeah, I like that too. That's, that's very good, yeah. And then you know, likewise, maybe motorway rage assistance as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, motorway's clear. Have some driving tunes. Be anyway, that that's a feature for 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 people in the US and Canada. For those of us in this part of the world, we will. Carry on with what I suspect is a feature that you would come to love if you had it, but you probably kind of, you know, I'm, like, I'm sitting here thinking, well, that'd be really amazing, but the next time I go to work, I'll just put it on my iPod as I normally do, and that won't worry me in the slightest.
1: Now, so Songza was acquired by Google in July. Yes. And we talked about it on show 121. Um, so it's taken them from July to October so early July to late October, to kind of announce the integration of these things. I wonder, I know, I didn't watch or hear anything about the most recent Apple stuff, um, so I don't know if they mentioned Beats at all, but I'm just thinking now when when we might see that happening, you know. It's, anyway, that's an aside.
0: Very true, though, the timescales there, maybe some sort of Beats thing before Christmas from Apple, or I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, Apple have discovered that there's a, a shed load of Beats headphones piled up in a in some sort of warehouse somewhere, and that'll do for Christmas already. Just gotta sell all these red headphones first. My bad. <laughs> I was actually re- recently musing buying another iPod actually, but it was an iPod Touch, and I, I am still very tempted. But that's an aside that has nothing to do with our news. We should stay on track. Positive Grid, um, have announced the release of the BIOS Desktop Amp Match Modeler another incredibly catchy uh, product name <laughs> incredible catchy product name today and this is a, um, a, a continuation of the amp modeling that positive grid are spending a lot of time on at the moment and essentially what you get here is the ability to design your own kind of amplifier and kind of speaker to create a completely custom tone about and then you can share it online
1: sorry I'm not. That's very cool. But, but what's more cool is the metadata on this and the, self, the self-referential audio podcast, as always, because it was also on show 121 that we last talked about the BIOS desktop. Wow. Sorry about that, but, I, you know. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's right. So basically, this, the, the BIOS desktop AMP matching modeler, which is included in BIOS Professional, like, do these? I wonder if these people ever read this, ever, like, just, like, say these things out loud to themselves and think, you know what, guys, I could probably do better than this. It would be nice. Like, you know, I know that it's nice to have a professional and a non-professional. You know, I know they like to differentiate on features but kind of have a family and then you have this, like, extra stag, extra kind of tag, don't you? You know, it used to be HD was the tag you put on stuff. Now it's professional, apparently. We're in the professional, you know, kind of world. Or well, I don't know. But these kind of things. But anyway, it's available. If you're into playing kind of, you know, well, if you're into kind of guitars and kind of using kind of modeling approaches for guitars, then I know that Positive Grid have had a good reputation for this kind of stuff for a long time. Certainly, I've used it a few times and always been very happy with the stuff that I've worked with. And there's always been that concern that even though there were lots of options, there's the ones that there's a fairly kind of, obvious group of them that sound really good and you hear those sounds quite a lot now and as a consequence the ability to just customize some of the elements of it a little bit you know to kind of get that kind of slightly fresher sound is is definitely very welcome in my opinion so i thought that was pretty cool i kind of like it and it and the tone cloud thing i don't know if you've looked into this or not but tone cloud basically gives you a way of kind of communicating here's the stack i've built and now you can share it to other people and it was a few days ago, I was there working on a, looking at a project of uh, some students of mine actually, and we did actually use Tone Cloud to, to kind of pass the parameters between multiple machines, and it was just so incredibly quick and easy and slick, like it, it's not like save a preset, go find out where the preset file is, put it on a pen, hand the pen around, copy it, you know, this was a. Uh, Press the button, and everybody else types in the you know the right you know they know the magic phrase to search for it to appear immediately. Press yep. the button, and it's there. So I was very impressed with ToneCloud as well. So very impressive, uh, you know, with bias in general, but certainly I was very impressed with ToneCloud that day as well. Cool. Some other new things, Sam.
1: New things, yep. So the Python audio package library thing, um, Pyo, is. <laughs> Python module is the technical term they're going with there. So PyO has been updated with some new features and stuff. Yeah. What are the new features? I don't know. Um.
0: I I've come to the conclusion that it's discussing the new features of obscure.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: Just a little. You know, we have a reputation already. We're in danger of really living up to it if we're not careful with this. I think. Something that is cool though, I don't know if you knew about it or not, but if you want to know what Pio sounds like, you can listen to Radio Pio. And if you are if you are excited by Radio Pio, you could even contribute your own p- file, which will be automatically rendered and played on Radio Pio. How awesome is that?
1: It's pretty good. I yep, I checked I did I was listening to that last week actually, after following through from the from the new thing. Clicked on the link it's in there. But yeah, you've put it in the notes. It's cool.
0: It is cool, isn't it? I thought that was awesome stuff. Also, um, released there was, no, there was meant to be a show last week and it didn't happen just because I was basically feeling grumpy. Um, I just wasn't feeling very well. I wasn't feeling very well and, you know, that, that's all the excuse I really need to give. Bitwig and Autoria announced a collaboration which has resulted in some uh, things they're referring to as the producer packs, which is essentially a Autoria Key Labs keyboard controller with Bitwig Studio and the Mini V. And these are currently available on, in a limited kind of stock situation. So there isn't an infinite amount of them right now. There is a kind of stock until stock runs out sort of availability on them. But there is still some stock available. And if you've been thinking, hey, it'd be nice to, you know, if you, well, it's one of these classic moments, isn't it, where if you'd intended to buy these items independently, then you can buy them as a group. And- or if you're looking
1: to buy something similar, yeah. It's, it's a good package. I think that's yeah. I think am still I'm still slightly disappointed. I think Bitwig is is great, but I just when all the hype that came that was around before it was released, I kind of held back when it was released on saying it's not as good as I thought it should be. But yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> where's Adam? I need help. Um,
0: yeah. With that, we've made it to the end of the news, perhaps.
1: Perhaps. We have, well, kind of, except the other is sort of news, but there's so much of the same item of news that we've wrapped it in other.
0: So, so we're heading to the other section. I, um, just the way that we put the show notes together led me to an observation uh, a couple of days ago that it was incredibly easy for me to make a uh, audio podcast definitive guide to uh, OS X 10.10 10 compatibility as of a random and particular date. So... <laughs> As of the 21st of October 2014, the following information was utterly correct, um, but obviously it will change dynamically and fairly quickly, but I just thought it was fun. Um, essentially I, I think what we should just do, should we just? I'll just quickly run and summarize this so people know, Steinberg would uh, currently not recommend updating anything to
1: 10.10. Native Instruments would also say for the time being just wait a little bit maybe.
0: Waves intends to support 10.10 at some point in the future, but right now doesn't.
1: Isotope is saying we thought it would, but maybe not. We're not sure. Better be careful. I heard
0: say no.
1: <laughs> um, Priestonus are currently working. Currently working is some stuff. Um, yeah, so they have a list of things that will work.
0: Um, I, I, I kind of sold avid wrong there. I would say no as far as Pro Tools is concerned, but Steinberg uh, Sibelius is running on on 10.10, 10. 7.13, 7. 6 is not and will never, but apparently does actually work. But they just not they're not going to support it and qualify it. Ableton say yes for Live 9 1.9 9.1.5, 9. 1. but Live 8 is not officially supported on 10.10. 10. <sighs>
1: Motu are saying sort of.
0: Awesome. Um, Cycling seventy four were saying nothing at all, but unofficially, there are. I had a quick scan through the forums, and there are a lot of people saying that everything's that things are working fine.
1: Similar with Reaper, it's you know maybe it seems seems fine, but it's unofficial.
0: Yeah. Um. Unofficially, I found nothing from Apple, and a quick <laughs> perusal of the Apple forums found a number of posts reporting problems with the combination of iLock, Logic 10, and 10.10. So I think if you're wanting to run Logic on 10.10, that's probably, that looks like it is working reasonably well. But if you have an iLock in the mix, no go, no go. (laughs) People have said that the iLock's working fine for them in other environments. It was definitely like, you know, there was a definite thread of Logic 10 people with iLocks having problems. So I thought that was quite. Well. There you go.
1: And finally, Focus Rights are um, saying that some things are not working. However, most of their interfaces are good to go.
0: There we are. So that was the audio podcast's definitive guide to ten point ten compatibility <laughs> Two as <days>. on of... <laughs> Whatever date it was, I made the list. It was the
1: 21st of October, which was Tuesday.
0: You're actually fine. If you go to theaudiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 132, you'll actually find that all of that information is there, but not only is it there, but the links to the relevant pages on the manufacturer's websites are all there as well. So, you know, if you come across it and think, I wonder what the situation is now, there's a good chance if you click on the link, it will take you to the most up-to-date version of the information as well. So I thought that was you know. Pretty cool. Um, just so it's clear to everybody, we have no intentions of keeping this page up to date in any way whatsoever. <laughs> that's the reason why there's a date at the very top of the page that says when it was when it was written. So, there we go. Because that's no fun. It's it's not very interesting, you know. And I'm sure when you know when Avid announced support for Pro Tools in February or something like that, we'll probably mention it. But... It'd be about February, wouldn't it? You know, maybe they're going to pass it. Anyway, the other is concluded. <laughs> Um, we should head into the plunder, which Arrgh. is a uh, yeah, are indeed, are indeed, and this first item of plunder is utterly spectacular if you happen to live the right side of the Atlantic Ocean,
1: and are of a certain age group, I think as well. I think there's but but that's quite a really quite wide, large certain age group. It's quite I think inspiring. it's the right. I
0: think that age group is well represented amongst our listenership. I suspect
1: so. Tinchy Strider and the Chuckle Brothers. Yes.
0: Yeah. To me, to you, bruv, is the uh, the name of the charity single, and um, may it long succeed is all I could possibly say. Utterly spectacular. You enjoyed it, Sam?
1: You? Were I did. It, I um. I wasn't quite sure what to expect when I press play, and I. I'm not quite sure what I saw, either, actually. Like, but it I did enjoy it. I, I kind of... It's it's both serious and not at the same time. Like, it worked. It's, I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably completely wrong, but it seemed to actually work in a way that I hadn't expected it to prior to pressing play.
0: Indeed so. Indeed so, I like it. Well. And while you are enjoying the show, while you're enjoying the uh, musical... East. that is that track you can if you wish also have a little bit of light reading a great article from digital music news which was 14 reasons why music entrepreneurs fail <laughs> which i thought was quite you know yeah like it's you know it's worth a read so like that i know much much of our listeners, i think our listenership is very kind of technically interested so you're probably they're probably like yeah i don't know but maybe you know every now and again it's worth just thinking about these things a little bit isn't it so there they are there we go well we've done it we've come to the end of the show, the show cool. fine. it's been perfectly okay adam did adam was meant to be here and he he isn't so we uh carried on with Adam but we will certainly check. he is okay
1: we have changed time and date but um we did we was agreed by email but you know things things change
0: so, if you uh if you happen to be a fan of the good old-fashioned email as we are you can feel free to email us at show at the at uk um, with kind remarks are very welcome. Negative remarks are uh, likely to. Well, you know, you could send them. That's fine. You also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google And you can subscribe to the audio podcast on iTunes, GPodder, uh, Stitcher Radio. We've got quite a lot of Stitcher Radio people recently, actually. It's kind of fun. There you go. That's awesome. I think we've made it to the end of the show. So.
1: We have. I didn't start a clock, but it wasn't very long today. So, um, say goodbye and we'll see you next time for the next show of The Audio Podcast. I am and have been and will continue to be Samuel Freeman.
0: And I, Scott Hewitt, will also continue to be
1: myself. Bye!